be led forth with peace. Look at this. Here's some special music right here. The mountains, the mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing. Now, wouldn't that be something? To actually hear the mountains and the hills singing. And, uh, well, I guess that's going to happen one day. This, uh, this passage, by the way, is about when God's people get right with him. And it's, uh, it's going to be a time of wondrous joy, wondrous peace, and wondrous celebration. But it says there that the, the hills, the mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Sounds like quite a celebration there. And a joyous occasion, uh, for sure. Let's have a word of prayer. Lord, just help us now as we spend a few minutes uh, just talk, talking about um, just being uh, sincerely joyous and heartfelt uh, praise before you. And Lord, uh, it's good, great to be encouraged here on a Wednesday evening. We've already been encouraged through song. Just the progression of those songs and the beauty of the truth of it. And uh, Lord, it's, it helps us a lot just to be here, middle of the week, uh, with the music to, to, to celebrate by and to, um, to show joy uh, through. And Lord, just help us to maybe just build on that a little bit and examine our hearts. Uh, Lord, have free recourse. And, and according to these truths this evening, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And so we see here uh, what I'm calling special music, and uh, I've had mixed emotions about what we as, maybe I'd call it Baptist or fundamentalists, call special music. Um, it's well chronicled, and I mention it often, you know, having grown up in Christianity, you see all kinds of stuff, and uh, <laughs> uh, you kind of, you, you weigh through everything, you know, and, and uh, I've, I've never been good at just going with the flow for the sake of going with the flow, I guess. I, I've always, maybe... Maybe, you know, somebody say I overthink things, but I like, I like to look at things and, and ask why. And, you know, what's it for? How does it fit? Uh, what's the purpose of it? What's the spirit of it? And uh, yeah, I, think, I think Jesus was, he, he demonstrated that it, that was very important to him, too. Uh, not, not that, you know, that, uh, so I hope that's a Christ-like thing in me, that uh, I want to see the spirit of it. I want to see what, what it's all about, and, and not just go through the motions because that's what everybody does and, and that's the way we do it sort of thing. Um, and there's a lot of things that's, that's the way we do it because it is good and it is biblical and we can find the spirit in it. And, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I guess what we've what we called special music, to me, uh, the term is a little misleading because I, I believe that any offering that we give to the Lord out of our hearts by way of song in a joyous fashion, that's, that's special music there. God made us to be musical, and, and God's a musical God, and he put that in our hearts. He gave us a new song. And as believers, you know, more, more than any other creature, a Christian human being has a song. And uh, evidently, uh, we can see in the Bible that, um, you know, other created beings have songs as well. And you can hear it in, in, with, throughout creation, can't you? We were just taking a walk with my wife out there a couple days ago, and they, they went silent for, for two days after that, but the spring bird was out. She told me it was a robin, right? Spring's here, spring's here. You can almost say the cadence, you know, they puts that words to it. And then for two days, it didn't sing at all, right? Uh, it might have been trying to, but its beak was like frozen. And, uh, and then it came out again this morning as I was walking. You know, spring spring was, was, was back. And so 
Um, but, you know, just, just around us, if we stop and, and, and listen to it, um, God's creation that he said was good, right? He created it, and he said it was good. And it's sort of like programmed into all of creation just to praise God. And the gurgling brooks and, and the different animal sounds, and as a, as sort of it all has a cadence uh, to it within what we call nature or, or creation. And God said that's good. But there's one creature that's willful as far as that goes. The rest of it's just kind of, it's made that way, right? Um, you are the one willful creature. <laughs> but God looked at you and I and he said, being made in his nature, very good. Very good. It's all good. He said, you're very good. And you know why? Because God loves it when human beings exercise their willfulness to praise him. That's what he, 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 to them, that's very good. And all of it's good, but that's extra special. You know, if you think of something that, that's not sort of just programmed to praise, but chooses to praise. It has the capacity, and it acts upon that capacity, right? And so, you know, I, I, uh, it's no secret, and you probably get tired of hearing it, but, uh, you know, to me, the, 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 the best part of our singing here is the corporate singing. All of us putting together, you know, that unique set of, uh, uh, you know, the voices, melding it all together, all the voices that God gave us here, that God gave us here, putting that all together, hopefully, out of a heartfelt sense that we want to praise God, and he's worthy uh, of that praise. And that's special music. And, uh, but, you know, I understand also that, you know, um, um, and I haven't, I haven't always, and I've come back to more of an appreciation for it because, well, uh, the first thing that I see here is that the special music by the mountains and the hills, they break forth into the singing and the trees of the fields clap in their hands, is that it's without pretense. It's without pretense. It's a response to joy and peace. There's a level of joy and peace there uh, by those that are right with God that even the mountains and the trees want to celebrate. And, you know, obviously mountains and trees, they don't have a will. And so in that sense, I mean, we can just look at them. And, of course, they would be without pretense. They're just reacting uh, to, to this joyful, uh, peaceful uh, setting, evidently. And, uh, you know, pretense has the idea of making believe and, you know, maybe showiness or... Um, a, uh, an act of pretending, or insincere, or a false profession, uh, pretense. And, and, you know, the fact of the matter is we've probably seen that which is called special music before that seems to be kind of showy. Have you ever experienced that before? It kind of seems to be uh, with some pretense to it. Uh, and, I mean, it's not that we, we want to try to question, you know, people's, people's motives, but, uh, you know, obviously in the, the broad sense of the church in America now, there's all stripes and flavors, and uh, some, of, some, some of what's called, you know, special music is, is you look at it and you think, well, that's just like a world's performance there, and it seems like it's looking for the, the applause of, of, of men. I mean, it was almost like a pretense of, of praise and worship, but... You know, and again, I mean, you know, the Lord knows the hearts. And, and, uh, and, and that's not to say that within singing, you know, maybe the songs that we're more accustomed to here and more, uh, uh, 
you know, more along the, the lines of what we're used to, that people can't be just as showy with that. I mean, I, I think we all have to guard ourselves uh, with that. And when we come before the Lord, we do so without pretense. You know, that we're not just putting on something. That this is sincerely, you know, because God has put joy in my heart and God has put peace in my heart. And, and uh, you know, I do fully believe, I do fully believe that, that some other churches, some other places can have a different flavor of music and they can be without pretense in their heart. You know, we don't have the corner on music here at Clinton Baptist Church. But we should be able to, like the, the hills and the mountains and, and the trees here, you know, just, just out of this joy and peace that God has given us to be able to just sing and raise our voices to him. Or at least have that song in our heart. And if we're going to have, you know, so I, I, the, way I, the, the way I always approach it, and, you know, especially you know, now as a pastor, I'm kind of responsible for this. And, you know, my family, I mean, we, we, you know, for quite a while now the boys have sung and, and sometimes we get up here and sing. And we have others that are gifted in that way and, and that's going to, you know, probably be a part of our service as an ongoing basis. But as I said before, if I had to choose one or the other, I'd take that. I'd take the congregational scene where we're all singing, where there's going to be, you know, uh, just, just very simple, just a, you know, a simple approach. We're just raising our voices spontaneously almost, as it were out of our joy and peace uh, to the Lord. And by extension, and just as a sample from that, or a continuation from that, we can have maybe those that, that come and be, and, and, and be sort of like these mountains and these trees here. You know, they're just kind of be a blessing to the rest of us, like they were a blessing. You know, it says, they shall break forth before you. You know, they could be a blessing uh, by, by demonstrating that a little further, by leading us in that a little further. And uh, so here we see some special music that was without pretense. And secondly, it was without pause. In other words, um, it's like they just broke into it, right? That's what it's, well, that's exactly what it says. The mountains and hills shall break forth. There was no hesitation there. There was no holding back. They, 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 they seem to be happy for that opportunity. They're without pause. And, uh, and again, um, God especially appreciates it when those who are willful, because it seems like the rest of creation, um, you know, we're the only ones that have pause about singing, it seems like. The rest of creation is happy to do it whenever God calls upon them. <laughs> whenever, God, whenever God calls upon them, they're, 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 they're ready to do it, and they break forth in that. And, you know, Jesus one time, he said to the disciples uh, there, uh, I think it's in uh, Luke 19, um, he, he tells his disciples to go and get him a, a donkey, and he, and, he, and he gets on that donkey, and he rides into Jerusalem, and everyone is doing what? They're praising him, right? They're praising him, and they're praising him, and Hosanna to the king, and they're praising him. And, and then some started to criticize how much they were praising Jesus. And Jesus, in essence, said this, you better let them do that, because if you tell them to be quiet, the very rocks that are surrounding Jesus right now at this moment are going to cry out in praise to him. And, uh, and so when the willful ones are exercising their will to do that, let that happen. Um, because, you know, it's almost like human beings are the only ones that aren't willful in that at times. And uh, they, they have pause when it comes to uh, they're hesitant about praising God. And sometimes in Baptist circles, we're so 
worried about being showy or about it, you know, being over the top in some way that we're, we don't really, you know, express ourselves very much. I mean, when you picture these mountains and, and these hills and the, uh, you know, breaking out and singing, do you think that was timid? Do you think there was any, anything passive about that? Do you think there was any holding back from them? No, I don't think so. Um, and uh, the clapping of the hands, I mean, I know, you know, I guess, I guess we, we're, hey, look, as fundamentalists, we're really, we really want, we're, we're very, we're very uh, cognizant of the slippery slopes, right? We don't want to get anywhere near a slippery slope. <laughs> but, uh, you know, not everything is a slippery slope. And uh, we can be spirit-led and show some enthusiasm without, you know, swinging from the chandeliers or running around on the pews or, you know, getting into a frenzy. I mean, there's, there's space in between there, right? There's some room there to not have so much pause when, it's, when, it's, when, when we have opportunity to, to especially exercise ourselves to praise uh, a worthy God. And... Uh, Let's go to Job chapter 12. Job chapter 12, keep, keep your finger here. We'll come back to a, to a few other verses in the context here. But uh, Job chapter 12, and I was thinking about, you know, I was reading those verses, and I was thinking about special music. And we want to keep music special in a biblical kind of way at our church. And that's going to include all of us. That's going to include all of us. And uh, in, in Job chapter 12, verse uh, 7, it says, but ask now the beasts, and they shall teach thee. And the fowls of the air, and they shall teach thee. Or speak to the earth, and it shall teach thee. And the fishes of the sea shall declare unto thee, Who knoweth not in all these that the hand of the Lord hath wrought it? And, and in verse 10 it says, In whose hand is the soul of every living thing, and the breath of all mankind? And so sometimes, you know, sometimes God's other creative beings had to show us Maybe uh, some enthusiasm for the Creator that we don't have, and some wonders of the Creator that we've forgotten about, um, as we look at at, uh, at what He has made. And then Psalm 66. Uh, so again, keep your finger in, in uh, Isaiah 55 if you still have it there. But go to Psalm 66. Psalm 66, and then verse 4 says. All the earth shall worship thee and shall sing unto thee. They shall sing to thy name, Selah. Stop and go back and think about that again. All the earth shall worship thee. How? Shall sing unto thee, and they shall sing uh, to thy name. And so the mountains and the hills and the trees, um, when there was joy and there was peace and things were right with God, what did they do? They broke uh, forth before them with singing. And uh, they did so without pretense and without pause and without uh, performance. I know we've alluded to this already a little bit. But uh, rather than being performance, can we think of a performance as being for the eyes of men? And we know we're supposed to do things heartily as unto the Lord and not as unto men, especially uh, within the, the worship uh, setting. And, uh, and so without a performance, uh, but rather in response to what the Lord has done and who he is. And we see this back in, in chapter 55 of Isaiah. We're going to go back in the chapter a little bit and pick it up at verse 5. And we see here both uh, what the Lord is and, um, and what he has done, who he is and what he has done. Look at verse 5. 
Behold, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not, and nations that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God. And for the, what's it say? The Holy One of Israel, for he hath glorified thee. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let them return unto the Lord. He will have mercy upon him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon him. So we see his holiness, we see his mercy, we see his abundant uh, grace and pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts uh, than your thoughts. And it just shows the, the omniscience of God and uh, how he is to be uh, regarded. And uh, we can't even... We can't even uh, obtain unto the loftiness of, of his very thoughts and, and, and his ways. And so that leads us in, in a response of what the Lord has done and who he is. It leads us to true uh, special music, as it were, and uh, without performance, but full of praise. Without performance, but full of praise. And so, you know, thinking, uh, well, you know, we're... we're, we're we are we are blessed. Uh, we had like, we had like a we were able to have like a sub. I think some of, I think brother Johnny even called it. We just had a substitute come up for the piano. So we had three people, three pianos already going. One hopped off, and someone else jumped in. You know, probably because Rachel's home right now, so we have an extra piano player. But uh, you know, I mean, and we have people. You know, we have coming up through the coming through the pipeline. We have we have uh, up and comers on the piano that are, that are uh, working. Uh, you know, in the, in the Sunday mornings as well, in Sunday school, and and which the Lord has given us a bounty in that regard. And I think that that when we have, um, you know, we have musicians and musical talent in a church. We have to always, you know, just be careful that we have the right spirit, they have the, they have the right, right approach, and that we have the right motives, and uh, that, it, that, it, uh, that it be without pretense, but without hesitation, and, uh, and then full of praise, uh, not mere performance. Let's go to uh, Revelation chapter 4. Revelation chapter 4. If you want to see some remarkable settings for special music, uh, you can find it in the book of, of Revelation, and uh, really in, to a, a, a huge, on a huge scale, I guess I would say. But Revelation chapter 4, look at verse 11. It says, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. For whose pleasure are we created? For the Lord's. He's worthy of all glory, honor, and power. And so uh, when we exercise you know, ourselves out of, out of joy and out of peace and out of a heart uh, towards him, um, that gives him his rightful place. That gives him his rightful place. And, uh, and all the glory goes to him. And then look at uh, five, chapter 5, verse 13. Chapter 5, verse 13. It says, and every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the sea and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying, blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. And uh, can you imagine uh, being put together with, with all of the, the, the Christians 
from every kindred, tribe, and nation, and every age, uh, coming together and, and, and singing to God one day. Uh, you know, somehow we're just all, probably all going to be right on the, the, the same song, and, and somehow we're all going to come together with one wondrous, mighty um, choir of special music, the most special music ever, not because of how many of us there's going to be, but because Jesus will be right there. You know, finally be uh, right before him, um, you know, literally in that sense, and be able to see him. And, and, uh, and I imagine that uh, he'll probably be singing right along with us, and, and, and he'll smile because um, he created us to do that. And uh, it'll be awesome. And so um, I just thought that might be a little bit of encouragement uh, uh, this evening. And, uh, and, and so all of us can be involved you know, in, in this sort of a heart, in this sort of a, a, a sort of a spirit. And remember, we don't want to be outdone by the rest of God's creation. <laughs> we are the ones that are able to decide to act out of a heart of loving God and praising God. And, you know, if, if, if Jesus isn't going get to get it out of us, he'll get it out of the rest of the creation, but it's extra special to him when we're involved um, in that. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for